You're listening to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. In this episode, Alexis Clark joins us. She's the founder from At Health. At Health is a natural high quality protein powder and health range. The range is categorized by Health Goal in their website, and there's something for everyone, ranging from energy and sleep through to pregnancy and building lean muscle. In this episode, we talk about Alexis's business journey and what she's most excited for this year. Hi, Alexis. Thank you so much for joining us here today. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm very excited to have you here. There's so much we can talk about. Likewise, I'm just excited to be here for sure. So I would love you to introduce yourself to everyone. Okay, well, I'm Alexis and I'm the co-founder of At Health Australia, natural protein powder and health food range. Um, I'm a Kiwi living in Australia (laughs) and I guess, shall I go into a bit about my background? Yeah, definitely. When did you you come to um, New South Wales from New Zealand? Uh, so I graduated from uni, if we go way back, yeah. and then I went from little Auckland to London, and then I got to London, I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, too big. <laughs> so then I went back to Auckland, I was like, okay, that was too big. So Sydney felt like a really nice sort of, m- like, middle ground, I guess, from New Zealand and London. Uh, and I got to Sydney about... 14 or 15 years ago now which is scary because it starts showing your age (laughs) yeah awesome and what what was your inspiration behind starting at health um so my background is in marketing and I've after graduating I went straight into I actually went into the film industry so I was marketing for Universal Pictures I also worked for 20th Century Fox Films um so I was working in the film industry loved it had lots of exposure to media and big budget and advertising campaigns but then um I was like oh I want something else and a bit more product focused so I got At the time, I thought it was going to be my dream job. Uh, I started working for a major luxury brand and I was like, dream job secured. But then once I got into it, I was like, I'm working really, really long hours. I'm under the pump all the time. It was quite a long commute. Um, And I was just like, why am I putting so much, like, 100% 100% of my passion and energy and focus into somebody else's brand. And so I sort of sat back and I was like, I want to put all of that drive and motivation into my own brand. Mm. So then it was more about what product can I create that I'm going to be really passionate about and love. And at the time, do you remember, and this is going, it must have been about 10 years ago because it was before I launched, um, Sarah Wilson launched that big I Quit Sugar yeah. movement. Yeah, I remember. It very I'll call it a movement because at the time yes. it was kind of, it sort of shocked people to yeah. think, what, you're telling me that sugar, I need to cut out sugar for my diet? 
And at the time, now I think we're a lot more educated, but at the time it felt pretty, um, yeah, it was a shock to the system. It was a bold statement. You know, I don't think any of us had really considered it before. I I totally agree. And a lot of us were, you know, eating low-fat yogurt and fat-free. I would see something and it was fat-free and I assumed that meant it was healthy and good for me. And it's about all I read. Oh, yeah, it's fat-free and, yeah. So for me, that whole I quit sugar, um, it was really quite groundbreaking, I guess, for me. It changed the way I thought about food. It changed the way I read nutritional labels. It changed the way I read what ingredients were in foods. Um, And it was really a catalyst for everything that happened after that. Because right. about that same time, I was thinking, what product can I launch? And then my partner, Trent, who is actually my co-founder, he was using a protein powder at the time and the sugar, the sugar level in it was just, oh, my God. And we'd never looked at sugar content before. So then I thought I want to launch a natural protein powder that isn't loaded with sugar. Uh, that isn't too sweet because at the time there was another brand on the market um, which I quite liked but it was it had too much stevia it had this sort of sweet aftertaste that I didn't like so I thought I want to do a protein powder range natural no nasties you can read the ingredients list and you know what every ingredient is uh, the sugar content obviously low, no added refined sugars, and it will taste nice. So when, and that yeah, was, sorry, go on. So when you yeah. launched, how many products did you launch with? We launched with four, yeah. and they were all whey protein isolate. So that is at the time I was having some gut health and digestion issues. Um, but whey protein isolate is really easily digested. It's quickly absorbed by the the body. Uh, So for me, that was sort of the premium protein powder um, that I wanted to launch with. It wasn't highly processed uh, and the ingredients is literally (laughs) one or two ingredients in there. Um, So I launched with the whey protein isolate and then very quickly realized, even though it was easy to digest, uh, and I, I personally was dairy-free, but I could digest the whey protein isolate well because it's really low lactose. Uh, but I realized suddenly, oh, my gosh, people need nut-free and they need there's a need for uh, suddenly dairy-free, vegan, uh, soy-free, and suddenly all of these allergens sort of, came into my world and I realized I had to meet the the needs of our customers really so from there we expanded the range just to so we had something for every single box so if you came to me and said I need something that's soy free I had something or if you need dairy free nut free so forth so So the range the range Well, what I was just about to say is you've got quite a big range now. So just talk us about how the brand has now extended into different products. Yeah, so primarily I've stayed with protein powder and that was really just, you know, as a business owner, when you're managing stock levels, 
And also actually with our stores, they they can only, there's only a certain amount of shelf space and it's very, very precious. So I didn't want to start launching lots of different flavors of kind of the same thing because to be honest, 70% of our audience just want vanilla. Like vanilla is our number one. Yeah. You can adapt it to any flavor you want it. If you want it to be strawberry, add a handful of frozen strawberries and you've got a strawberry smoothie. Um, So, yeah, so primarily we just stuck to protein and I just wanted to, I didn't want to launch new products for the sake of it and to feel like we were expanding and growing. And I didn't want to launch any products that there's so many things to consider, like from what else is out there, price point, margins. So I think a lot before I launch anything new I don't want to have a really big range for the yeah. sake of it because it comes with a lot of other challenges mm. not to mention managing expiry dates so we recently launched so I had a lot of people asking for a pre-workout and I've had a pre-workout before as I'm sure many of us have and it made me shake. I got the jitters. I felt a bit anxious. My heart rate would, because they're so low, some of them are so loaded with synthetic caffeine and artificial ingredients that you just don't, you can't even read the label. You don't know where those ingredients are coming from. So my personal experience with a pre-workout was quite a negative one. I but the demand was there. So I thought, right, I've got to create a natural pre-workout that isn't going to leave you feeling anxious or jittery. It's just going to be nice, smooth, clean energy uh, and focus and motivation. And can that be done? So we la- we did end up launching a pre-workout and that is actually one of our best sellers. Um, and the feedback all the time is, oh my God, I've tried pre-workouts before and they've always been awful and yours is amazing you know so it was so nice to know like I hit I think yeah I probably sat on my hands about launching a pre-workout maybe three years and then uh, I'm so glad that we did and um, yeah and then we've also just done a hot chocolate so I guess the opposite of energy (laughs) sleep uh, particularly with you know, the last two years we've had with lockdowns and COVID and, you know, not knowing whether stores are going to close down. And yeah, it's been such a difficult time of just the uncertainty. And I think that's left a lot of us, you know, whether you're feeling anxious or stressed or not sleeping that well. So it felt like the perfect time to launch an evening hot chocolate and it's actually got zinc and magnesium and some amino acids and all the goodness in there to actually help you sleep yeah so that has been another I feel like it's a perfect addition to the range yeah and so it's really popular as well isn't it yeah that that sort of launch and we sold out uh within a, a couple of weeks and for me that's that was huge yeah and then so I reordered and I thought oh maybe it'll slow down that could have been just we had a great launch or but no it's definitely a lot of us are feeling a bit stressed at night (laughs) and um 
I think it's also, you know, coming back to what we are all about Mm. is natural ingredients, no added sugars, it's gluten-free, it's dairy-free. So I think uh, in the evening, sometimes after dinner, you want a little sweet something. I think the hot chocolate's just a perfect way of sort of satisfying your sugar cravings, but while maintaining all those values that are important, you know. Do you make yours personally with with milk or do you do half milk, half of hot water? How do you make yours? So when I first started having it, I was, I frothed up almond milk. So I'd make it a really special evening treat with almond milk. But now I actually love it with just boiling water and I, I froth up just a little bit of almond milk, like maybe yeah. 50 mils or something, basically just a splash on top. Um, so I've actually, yeah, I've changed. But it's nice just even with hot water. Yeah. It's got uh, coconut milk powder in it. Right. So that sort of adds a nice creaminess. Mm. But the chocolate is definitely the, you know, the main yeah. flavour. So it tastes like an ordinary hot chocolate, but it's yeah. got all this goodness in there. So good. So good. And especially even like even though it's selling really well now and, and from when you launched it, we're now going into, will this be the first winter of you having that product or the second? Yes. Yeah. I bet yeah. it does really well during winter. Yeah, definitely. I mean, recently, obviously, a challenge, of course, is selling hot chocolate on those balmy hot nights. Yeah. So, um I actually, just through our social media, I tested it out and it's actually really nice as iced chocolate. So, Or even sprinkling on top of things. Yeah, true. Mm, So good. Oh, my gosh. Let's just rewind to how the name of At Health came about because it's a good story. (laughs) Well, I'm Alexis, so A, and then the T stands for Trent, who is my partner. And then health is self-explanatory. And then we added Australia on, I guess, mostly so that people really knew that it was Australian made, owned and operated. It just really, um, I feel like it's really important for us to know when things are locally made and owned. Absolutely. People look for it. Do you have many international customers or mainly Australia? I mean, it would be mainly Australia, but... Yeah, not really. Our focus has always been Australia. I feel like get I should get this market um, right before I try to spread myself too thin. Uh, the other thing is the last couple of years with freight and international borders closed, we have had a few online orders that have taken so long to get yeah. to where they're going. And it just, we started having some issues actually. So once our borders are open again, and I think that's definitely in motion now, we will definitely start focusing on other markets. Mm. Um, but we just wanted to get Australia right first. Yeah. But I'm a Kiwi and I feel like why aren't I focusing on New Zealand? Because right. it's like, you know. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. How would you find, and look, that this, this would come from all different angles, but how do new people find you, like your new customers? Is it word of mouth? Is it through social media? Is it through Google ads? Like how do new people find out about you? Primarily word of mouth right. for sure. So our customer reviews on our, on our website, like all the feedback we get is 
generally five star. So we have a lot of really loyal repeat customers and they definitely tend to refer us on. Uh, We also do, you know, I've still got a marketing plan in place as well um, and that's fairly mostly I would say through social media. Um, We work with micro-influencers as well as a few major ones. Um, Facebook, we do some paid media as well. Um, And I've actually just uh, brought a media agency on board who's going to really help us grow this year. Wow. Is that a social media agency or more like a content marketing agency? No. Yeah, content and paid media. So I want... At the moment, I feel like I'm a little bit too focused on Instagram and, you know, we've got other platforms emerging now, you know, TikTok. (laughs) And I am, yes. Not, uh, probably not as active as I should have been yet, but it's definitely on the plan for this year. Yeah, I think everyone's realising it going, you know, I think the... The demographic is definitely widening who's watching there and everyone knows, look, it's around to stay now. We're just going to have to get on it. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. And I don't know, as a platform, if you actually go on there, the content that you get served is actually, the content's really good on there. Isn't it? It's really good. Whereas Instagram, sometimes I find myself mindlessly scrolling. You're right. Whereas TikTok, I just find myself to be a little bit more engaged with what I'm watching. I agree. It's a bit more fun. It's not so serious. Yeah. But I don't think Instagram used to be so serious, whereas now it is like, you know, a lot of thought goes into everyone's posts. (laughs) Too much. But there's just more fun, you know, like it's more Mm. just kind of like, yeah, it, 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 it's enjoyable to flick through. Yeah. What yeah. would you say um, you're most excited about for in this coming year? Probably, um, oh, so we've just finalised some new packaging, um, which launching? you will know. So that's been a bit of a challenge. Yeah. Um, you know, when you're managing a lot of stock on hand of the old packaging of some of the slower lines and some of our best-selling lines, I needed the packaging like ASAP. (laughs) So I'm doing a bit of a soft launch um, just so that I minimise wastage Mm -hmm. because obviously these days we're very conscious about wastage. So some of our leading lines will be rolling out in the new packaging uh, literally next week <laughs> and we will just start rolling out the other lines as and when I can but hopefully I'll have everything launched within six months yeah it's tricky rolling out new packaging or or a brand relaunch when, when it's product because you're right yeah you know everything's got its own ebbs and flows in terms of stock levels it does, and there's lots of little funny things that you didn't think of, and you're like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna have to." You know, suddenly you've got to update all your content. Yeah. You can't just pull on. Mm. So it's quite a big exercise okay. when, particularly because it's quite a big brand refresh. But we're we're really excited about. I think it elevates our brand. Yes, we look a lot more sophisticated, and I I feel like it was a very necessary change. Yeah. 
So the phased approach is good because then you just kind of like ease your way into it and then you can put a campaign behind it when when most of yeah. you're ready to roll most yeah. of Yeah. I feel like a horse at the gates, like I'm all ready to go and I just want to roll it all out and I'm really excited. But it's like, no, just you've got to wait, you've got to wait. So frustrating. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, it'll be so exciting to see it in market. Yeah, but the other thing is then you've got to do photo shoot. You know, like as you say, it's not just one component. It affects every single touch point. Oh. Yeah, and I booked I booked in my photo shoot, and then I was like, "Oh my god, I haven't printed any new t shirts with the new logo on it." Yes. So then suddenly it's like, "Oh, I've got to do, you oh. know, got to get t shirts done." Oh and, you don't yeah. you don't have a big sign across your car that you need to change, do you? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, Trent wouldn't let me do that. About putting some signage on your car. Yeah, yeah, yeah we've talked about it so many times, yes. and. Yeah, we we um we actually put it we've got a caravan and we did put it on the back of our caravan and it's amazing how many people yeah. are like oh it's just a little conversation starter mm. um but yeah I don't I don't know if Trent's gonna um approve the the car signage yet well you might <laughs> just get a company car and put it on the company car <laughs> Oh my gosh. But look, running running product or any business is stressful. Far out, isn't it? What would <laughs> what would you say is like one or like what's a hurdle or a challenge or I mean you've already mentioned a couple in terms of rolling out a new brand and having different supply um, you know, differentiations. Is there anything else that you'd like to add? Number one for me actually is pricing and margins. I feel like um if I could go back to when I first launched the product I would just get my head around margins and you know knowing what kind of margin a store needs and a distributor needs and what I need because the passion only lasts so long and if you're not making the margin to make a profit um you know you can't be here for anyone so I feel like that is a challenge because you're constantly looking at sort of what where your competitors are priced, yet looking at your own costs. And then, you know, the last two years we've had a lot of price increases on raw materials and freight and you don't want to charge, you don't want to put your prices up because you're worried about what people mm. might think of that. Or, but yeah, so I find pricing really challenging because it's, it's you're you're looking at it from an analytical point of view but then there's also the emotional side of can I put my prices up I sort of need to but yeah mm. so I do I find pricing and margins quite yeah. challenging that's common I think so many people will be listening to this not in their head going yeah 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 I totally totally get you yeah it's tough it's really tough mm. yeah and just knowing because you don't know what anybody else's chart you know so you're sort of in the dark and you're just trying to make sure that you're uh ticking the box for Mm because there's so many people involved especially if you're working with a distributor as well yeah and everybody needs their margin along the chain and it's just making sure that sometimes I feel like I don't even know if I'm doing this right and I've been in business for six years now and I'm still like is this right yeah that's why we need like direct sales through the website. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Do you have a loyalty program for people buying directly through the site? I don't. And I have, that has certainly been on my radar for a while. Um, I I definitely see the benefit of them. Um, I guess it'll be finding the right one that is cost effective, that sort of ties in nicely with my Shopify, that isn't, like I tried a subscription app um, and I found, I thought I got quite excited about that. Special, especially yeah. especially with our loyal customers, I thought, oh, well, subscription would be really appealing and you can change the frequency and the timing. But it wasn't as, I think people are still a bit scared of subscription. Some people are. Um, and you feel like you're locked in somehow, and the cost of that app of that app wasn't didn't make it worthwhile. So I think I'm worried about subscriptions being the same way. But mm. it's an amazing app. Right? Yeah, because yeah. the loyalty programs different to a subscription. Sorry. It's interesting. Yeah, sorry. We um, do the subscription plug-in for a few of the website builds that we do through Sticky Studio, but. The, the, as you say, the price of that plug-in is not that cheap. So you need mm-hmm. you need to be selling it to actually make it worthwhile you actually paying for that on a monthly basis. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So then I guess I was thinking the same with the um, the loyalty program, if I got a plug-in that was similar for yeah. that. Um, and I just haven't explored that completely. Mm. Mm. It would make sense, though, wouldn't it? If you've got loyal customers and they're coming back to the shop, yeah, yeah. Wow, what an exciting year! Do you have any um, uh, 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 expos or anything that you've signed up to this year, or you're just waiting because after the last couple of years, with it's on, it's off, it's on, it's off. Naturally, good is yeah. always a key one in our diary. So we will be going to Naturally Good Expo in Sydney again this year. Uh, but outside of that, I haven't committed to anything. It has been a challenging time to That's commit to any kind of. I think yeah. Naturally Good's the best for your product. When is yeah. it this year? Uh, June. June. Okay. Yeah. No, in good. Sydney. Yeah. Yeah, that is good. Oh, my gosh. Um, all right, then. So where can everyone find At Health? So Instagram, we are at.health. Yeah. And that's probably the best place to find us. You can also find us on TikTok and Facebook. And if you look up At Health Australia, you'll be able to find us. And our website is www.athealthaustralia.com.au. Just one quick question. For someone that is new to At Health and wondering what would be a good product to try for the first time, what would you suggest? I guess if we're looking, obviously it depends on what your, you know, your goal is. If you want energy, uh, pre-workout. If you'd like sleep or a, a healthy sweet treat in the evening, our hot chocolate. When it comes to protein, my first question is always, are you dairy-free? If they are dairy-free, then we've got our radiant body with collagen protein powder range or our vegan. 
Uh, but if you're okay with dairy and it digests easily, a whey protein isolate range is amazing. And our tummy loving lean protein is uh, one of our best sellers for proteins. So, oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. That sounds so amazing. Alexis, thank you so much for joining us here today. Thank you so much for having me.